this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for individual medical or mental health advice, and it does not constitute a provider-patient relationship. Hello, you are very welcome to the Binge Eating Dietitian podcast. My name is Jo, I'm a registered dietitian, and we're all here to smash the taboo of binge eating. Thank you for joining me for another episode. I hope you are having a great week so far. In today's episode, I want to touch on what even is normal eating? When you are recovering from binge eating, I know that you have said to yourself, I know that you have wished and hoped that you will one day be able to identify as being a normal eater again. I bet that you look back on the past. You look back at times when you felt that you had a really good relationship with food. You remember longingly being able to eat all of the foods and not having any judgment, being able to have takeaways, being able to go to the chipper, being able to go to the cinema and have popcorn and chocolate and not think twice about it not be constantly ruminating about these choices, not being constantly fixated on what you've already eaten and how you need to make up for it the next day. You long to be a normal eater again, but what even is normal eating? So in today's episode, I want to give you a description of what normal eating is, what it actually means to be able to eat normally. And hey, if you are working towards becoming a normal eater in 2022, if you are done with binge eating, if you are ready to leave binge eating behind, why not check out my binge eating recovery program? Stopping binge eating is possible. Please take it from me. I have guided many others in the same boat as you are in right now. Other people who are also struggling with a chaotic relationship with eating. And after working with me, finally feeling calm and relaxed around food without the constant worry that the next binge is always around the corner. I'm bringing you the same strategy that I use with my one-to-one clients. I'm bringing you in the format of a self-paced program that is supported by regular live sessions with me over Zoom. At a pace that feels right to you and without having to talk about your binge eating to anybody, you'll go through my step-by-step framework to help you get to grips with why you are binge eating and how to adapt a new sustainable way of eating that assures that you won't be second-guessing every food choice anymore. You'll nail down exactly how you can enjoy the foods that you're currently binging on without binging on them anymore, of course. You can get started on your binge eating recovery today. You don't have to wait. You can get going today and I will see you for our first Zoom call in less than two weeks from now. I'm holding the Zoom calls in the evening time in UK and Ireland at about 7.30, which is approximately 2.30 my time. The groups are kept small. They are really small, really intimate, and you don't have to contribute if you don't want to. Believe me when I say that you will have the tools to be able to manage your binge eating. This expert-guided self-paced program will enrich your relationship with food in so many ways. So don't hang around any longer. The link to the program is in the description of this episode. Or if you're a little bit unsure, you're not quite certain if it's for you or not, that's okay. Send me an email, joe at antidietanswers.com and we'll chat about your suitability for the program. I really hope to see you there and thank you in advance for entrusting me with your binge eating recovery in 2022. Okay, let's get into the meat of today's episode. As I said at the beginning, we're here to talk about what it even means to be a normal eater. 
What is the goal? You may think that normal eating is sticking rigidly to government guidelines for what it means to eat healthy. You may be thinking about the food pyramid in your head. Remember that food pyramid that they taught us in school? where exact portions for different kinds of foods was laid out to you, specifically in food groups. And at the bottom of the food group, you'd have your starchy carbs, and then you'd have your fruit and veg, then you'd have your dairy, and so on and so forth. And at the time, way before I became a dietitian and way before my binge eating began, I remember saying to myself, wow, my intake looks absolutely nothing like this. But yet, I had a really great relationship with food. I didn't judge myself for eating certain foods, I didn't restrict certain foods, and I didn't beat myself up if I ate too much foods from the very top of the food pyramid. Government guides like this can be really problematic because, yep, you guessed it, it sets up that black or white thinking. Either you get it right or you get it wrong. And the thing is, these government guides, for example, the food pyramid, or in some countries they have the food plate, the healthy eating food plate. They are just there to be considered as a guide. They are not supposed to be a goal. They're not supposed to be something that you have to try and get perfectly. And as we're going to get into today, they don't depict what it is to have a normal relationship with food, to be what is called a normal eater. So reject the notion that normal eating is eating in line with any kind of government guidelines for healthy eating. It's not eating in accordance with the food pyramid or the healthy food plates. In fact, as you'll see, normal eating is a lot more than just about the food itself. Normal eating takes into consideration how you feel about the food, how you perceive the eating situation. Sure, the food itself is important, but it's not the be-all and end-all. Okay, without further ado, let's just get into it. So my description of normal eating comes from an excellent book that I've recommended on the podcast before. The book is called Secrets of Feeding a Healthy Family and it's by registered dietitian Ellen Satter. One of my most favorite quotes about eating comes from this book and it is the quote that when it comes to feeding your family, remember, even if you are a family of one, you are still a family. But I digress because we are here to discuss what is normal eating. In this book, Ellen Satter gives a very appropriate description of what normal eating is. And I'm going to go straight in and give it to you. If you have the book, this quote comes from page 16. I'm going to just read it to you straight from text. Normal eating is going to the table hungry and eating until you are satisfied. Normal eating is being able to choose food that you like and to eat it and truly get enough of it not just stopping because you think that you should. Normal eating is being able to give some thought to your food selection so that you get nutritious food, but not being so wary and restrictive that you miss out on enjoyable food. Normal eating is sometimes giving yourself permission to eat because you are happy, sad or bored, or just because it feels good. Normal eating is mostly three meals a day, or four or five, or it can be sometimes choosing to munch along the way. Normal eating is leaving some cookies on the plate because you know that you can have some again tomorrow or eating more now because they taste so wonderful. Normal eating is overeating at times, feeling stuffed and uncomfortable and it can be undereating at times and wishing that you had more. Normal eating is trusting your body to make up for your mistakes in eating. Normal eating takes up some of your time and attention, but keeps its place as only one important area of your life. 
In short, normal eating is flexible. It varies in response to your hunger, your schedule, your proximity to food, and your feelings. Wow, what do you think about that? How different is that to those government guides that were fed in school? The food pyramid and the healthy food plate. I hold Satter's description of normal eating in very high regard because it focuses on how the food feels to you. It recognizes that normal is not the same for every single person, that there is flexibility there, that it's not having a certain amount of vegetables or a certain amount of whole grains in your diet. Instead, it's focusing on the most appropriate options for you. And that can be very different to what might be the most appropriate option for somebody else in that very same moment. When you think about normal eating, and again, I'll go back to those government guides because those are two perfect examples of how We are prescribed by society of how that we should be eating. But the thing is, if I ate a certain meal or a certain snack, that would feel very different in my body than it would in yours. And it would feel different in my body depending on what that day is like for me. For example, if it is my lunch, but that day I had a really busy and stressful morning and that meant that I had to skip breakfast, well then that lunch is going to feel very different in my body. Versus on a typical day when I do happen to have breakfast and I've had a relaxed and calm morning, that lunchtime meal is going to have a different sensation in my body. Normal eating means that sometimes the same food won't fill you up even if it does on a typical day. Sometimes you'll need a little bit more and that's okay. You don't need an app, you don't need a guide, you don't need a plate to tell you that this is the amount that you should be having. Normal eating has been able to tap into yourself. It's been able to look inwards and reflect on your own signals for food, your own signals for what feels good in that moment. And this is the premise of intuitive eating. And now intuitive eating is not always appropriate in binge eating recovery or in any eating disorder recovery, especially in the beginning. But I think it's fair to say that for the most part, working towards intuitive eating is the end goal of eating disorder recovery. It is something that you can put as being the final destination, that you want to get to a place where you can eat intuitively. And I think that, for the most part, can be an appropriate goal for eating disorder recovery. But even if you are in the beginning of your binge eating recovery, you can still learn about intuitive eating. You can still take on board some of the principles. And one of them is to honor your hunger and to respect your fullness. And another is to seek satisfaction in all of your eating experiences. And encompassing all of these principles together will form a normal style of eating for you. If the description of normal eating resonates with you, that one that I've just given from the book by Ellen Satter, then I'd encourage you to seek more information on intuitive eating. Perhaps you could start to embrace some of the principles of intuitive eating, but read the book, take into consideration some of the principles and see if you can begin to apply them in your life Remember, normal eating rejects that it is a one-size-fits-all for everybody because it just simply isn't. What is normal for me is not normal for you. And I want you to embrace that. I want you to really take that on board. I want you to remember at the forefront of your mind that you are the expert of you. Now, before I finish up, I want to reiterate that just because this is a description of what normal eating is, that doesn't mean that it's very common. And because you're struggling with either binge eating or disordered eating, that's where you're listening to my podcast, 
Please know that I understand that even though I'm casually describing this as normal eating, that this is probably very far from how your relationship with food is right now. You can't figure out when you're hungry. You can't stop when you're full. You can't just leave a plate of cookies on the table. No, you have to eat them all right now. I understand that just because I've described this as normal eating, that doesn't mean that it's very common. You might be saying to yourself right now, will I ever be able to get back to being a normal eater? Will I ever be able to just enjoy takeaways or go to the chipper and not constantly overeat or not constantly worry about all of the chocolate that's sitting in my cupboard? The answer is you can get back there, but it might take a little bit of work. I hope that this podcast is helping you. I hope that it's introducing some of the core principles to regaining a normal or a healthy relationship with food. But if you feel that you need a bit more support, a bit more guidance, then that is okay too. Please don't feel bad. Please don't feel guilty. Please don't feel that you should be able to just eat normally. Because even though I'm talking about it so casually right now, I understand that it is very challenging for people to get back to that point when you have struggled with disordered eating for so long. But with some help and some guidance, I really do believe that you can get back there. Okay, I am going to leave you there. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. If you liked today's episode, I would love if you come and say hi to me. You can email me, joe at antidietanswers.com or if you could take the time to write a review on iTunes, I would be so grateful. Thank you in advance and thank you for being here. All right, I'll see you in the next episode. Until then, take care of yourself. If you found this podcast helpful, you are going to greatly benefit from my binge eating recovery program. No more second guessing every food choice. No more starting a new plan every Monday. No more pacing up and down your kitchen trying to pull yourself out of a binge. Go to the link in the description of this episode for my binge eating recovery program where you can start your binge eating recovery today. Today.